have a Merry Christmas, the week we're together. This is a Kirkendall Barrett presentation, darling. <laughs> Dad is dead. There is a dog. You bought strawberries. <laughs> Who do you think you are? You buy homemade bread? What are you, QAnon? What makes him happy? Uh, Not being in this movie? Not being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about your favorite movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kurt Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Jason Bowers. Well, we are a Christmas. We're in the home stretch. Yeah. Christmas is almost here. And I was I was supposed to be doing this podcast on a layover in where was I supposed to be in in, in like New York or something. Oh, I was just there. But we were just discussing New York. But what happened is, so my husband and I decided to make a, an impromptu trip to France and England. Okay, like very last minute, very impromptu. Part, and part of the reason why, which ties into this movie, is we actually, because, you know, we've been trying to adopt, we are getting another kid. Oh. And so okay. this is like, you know, if we're going to do an impromptu trip, you better do it now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but, and so we went through one of those third-party carriers, which I will not mention the name. Okay. And so everything was set. Everything was paid for. And we woke up today to an email saying that our flight or our, like, they couldn't process it and gave us the money back. Oh, you're not going anywhere. Oh, no, no, we are. You're going to go somewhere. Oh, no, we are. But, and and so the thing is, I was pissed because this had been going, like, they had, like, a few days to let us know. And they wait. I'm like, we're supposed to go to LAX and fly out at 2.15 this afternoon, and you're just letting us know now? Yeah, that's shitty. So we ended up, you know, we ended up getting a, a, a deal and calling the airlines itself, and prices are actually not as bad as you think. Yeah. So we're leaving tomorrow. Yeah, you're I... going to okay. Paris? Tomorrow, yeah, we're fly- actually, we're flying to Paris... Uh, the 23rd is my husband's birthday, so we're going to spend his birthday in Paris. And then we're going to go. We have friends who um, own a bed and breakfast in Bordeaux. So we're going to go stay at their bed and breakfast in Bordeaux. So it's going to be cool. And then we're going to Bristol in the UK. And then we'll be back on New Year's Eve in time to go to parties. Oh, wow. You're flying, are you flying through New York City? On the way back, no. On the way there? Or, no, on the way back. Okay, never mind. Because I, I was back, I was no. worried that you get stuck in the madness if you were. No, on the, on the way back, we're flying like a whole different way. Okay, got it. And, and even going there now, we're not even, we're not even, go, we're not even going to New York City anymore. Okay. But what are you, what are y'all doing for Christmas? You staying put? Are you going somewhere? I'm staying put. I, uh, 
I am staying put only because I, I don't really like traveling over Christmas anyway. And then I also did a quick last minute trip to New York this past weekend. So I'm, I'm good with travel for now. That's yeah. I, I, no, we were just discussing that. And I heard that there were, there used to be holes in New York. Yes. Well, no. Yeah. Tell us about this Les. What, what are these no, holes? So, 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 I lived, so I lived in New York during a different time. I lived in New York in the mid to late 80s, where New oh. York was different, where 42nd Street was 42nd Street. Because now, I don't know if you all know what the Grove in the LA in LA looks like, but now, like, Times Square, 42nd Street, that all looks like the Grove in LA. But back when I was living in New York, it was all dirty porn theaters and strip theaters and like you could go and see remember on that madonna video open your heart where she's like you know yeah. doing a little dance routine you could go to a place and see someone like that yeah what a time to be alive Does right express yourself or open your heart that was open, open your, your heart. heart open your heart okay um and so there was there and so there were theaters certain theaters that had like a little what would you call it like a little they still have like one place like that. Are you talking about like, glory holes? No, oh, glory no, hole. it wasn't a glory hole. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. It was just like oh, little people. It it's literally called yeah. a peephole. Yeah, a peephole, and so you could peephole. lift it up and look and see what the person in the room next to you was doing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What were they doing? Depends uh, on the person. Things. <laughs> There's still like one kind of like a. There's one kind of like peep show place still in Manhattan, but it's, it's a few blocks away from Times Square. I, I did and not like, go there this weekend. No, you don't want that. to go in there. I, I, I instead went to I a Dave and Buster's disgusting. near Times Square to watch the World Cup. That's much better. Yeah. Right. And, and plus, now you got Grinder. Yeah, you don't need it. Order in. No, you you oh, got Grinder. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm very excited Every to talk about this movie because I actually ended right. up this this I ended up liking this movie just for different because it's you know for me it turned out to be kind of timely. But just at the end of the movie, they got kind of deep. You know, and I was like, oh my god, they they're did. Making, and, they're making and sense. What strides Hallmark has taken, mm -hmm. right? I think because it was like a year ago or so we were watching. They had uh, two women together as a couple in that movie where it was a whole bunch of people getting married. So it was like a very short part. You know, we've right. gone Just for that. context, that that was yes. three years ago. The three? That was three years ago. Because this is Hallmark's oh. big, oh, we actually have uh, like gay characters in a movie. That was two years ago. And then one year ago, they did a sequel to that movie. All and of which Jonathan Bennett, ago. who's in this one, was in. He was in all of those. Right. Well, I could tell you there's a scene in that White Lotus 2. Did you finally watch it? I did. And like Jennifer Coolidge, she hears something in the middle of the night. I hadn't seen that. I think I ended up watching that after we recorded. She hears something in the middle of the night, and she, she peeks in, and she sees something. And all yeah. I can say is I think a year from now, Hallmark is going to be more like that. Oh, if only. Are you talking about the right. scene no, with that's Jack? A lifetime thing. Oh, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. Only. I seen yes, that. It, it's with Jack. It involves week. Jack. 
Who I love. My favorite part was, oh, my favorite so part was those gays. Those gays he's are good. trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah. I, I like her asking. She's like, do you know those gays? <laughs> those gays? Oh, where she's, she's speaking to the uh, captain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Chip captain. Yeah. All right, we're, we're saying too much now. If people haven't watched. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. Yeah, it's not, a funny yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah, we're not giving any spoilers. Um... But but yeah, and, and, and so and I because I gotta tell you this little this little town in this movie there were a lot of gays in that town like a lot. Well, I mean, weren't yeah. they? Uh, they were suburbs ish of New York. It wasn't. They weren't in the well, Boondocks. But I was like a lot, a lot. Like he was he was the one guy. Jason was very popular. In town. Yeah. Well, aren't there little gay towns? There are. Like town, really? Wait, like well, town. I think can I is it can I mention towns or will I get in trouble? Yeah, of well, course. Why not? New Hope, Pennsylvania, isn't that kind of yeah? I would say like a gay area. I would yeah. yeah. I would say it's it's definitely gay gay very gay friendly. Um, but I don't. It's not exclusively gay. No, not exclusive. But there, it's it's kind of kind of a small town, sort of. I mean, I, I would imagine yeah. that started and continues because you've got gays that are in the city like myself. And then you've got gays that are like, OK, like I want to I want a little bit slower now. I don't want to be in a city, but I still want to live my life. And so you and, right. and like I can afford to buy a house now so that, you know, dual income households, it's really easy to go and buy a house outside of the city. Right. right. Get yeah. more bang for your buck. Yeah. But yeah, it was like I yeah the 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 way that they like kind of you know explained why he was the way he was. I was like, wow, yeah, we have come a long way, yeah. Hallmark. I <laughs> I give credit for that uh, to Jonathan Bennett because he had story credit on this movie too. Not to, he didn't just star in it, so. I'm sure he had many conversations with the writers uh, saying like, hey, if we're going to do a Hallmark movie where the the, ma- the lead of the movie, the leads of the movie are, are gay characters, then we are going to treat this sensitively. Right. And I really, I really enjoyed that. Yep. So good for you, so, Hallmark. So this has been a gradual shift because mm-hmm. they, they've definitely, they, they've either They've either changed their audience, or I mean, how do you think that's how do you think that's working out? Because this I, wasn't the audience that they were aiming I, for five years ago. Well, they they have a a, a new uh, head of the network since, then. and she's not even that right. new anymore. Yeah, now she's been there for four or five years, and the old head of the network went to go run GAC. Right. Okay. So the Hallmark has made a deliberate attempt to be more inclusive in terms of who they're showing on screen and they didn't do it you know right out of the gate like there wasn't like bareback sex on screen uh, on, the, on day one of her tenure it's like okay let's like you know sprinkle in some gay characters but they're not the leads of the movie yet so this is the first movie where the gay characters are the center of the movie that friend like all their friends mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this movie was very gay yeah it should be so, the, so there's Okay. Well, I just mean like if you're going to do a movie about gay characters, it wouldn't make sense that they wouldn't have other gay friends. Right. They had a lot of gay friends. Well, no, because in the other movies, because remember the other movies, it was like, you know, they'd have maybe a friend. 
Well, as a straight person, but, I felt underrepresented. I mean, are there are there any movies out there with straight straight characters in it anymore? Yeah, yeah. They, you should go to GAC. You should get a telethon. <laughs> no, but unless this is, is the movie? first movie where the gay characters in the Hallmark movie are the main characters. The other Hallmark <laughs> movies that they've done, the gay characters were were still side characters. Uh huh. You know what I think lit a fire under their ass? That Fran Drescher movie on Lifetime. Oh, I bet. Oh yeah. That to this day is one of my favorite ones because it's like I, I was like, oh wow, they all, they out Hallmark Hallmark and they did it right. They did they totally did it right. No, I was I was actually I wasn't expecting his monologue at the, at the end. I mean, we'll get to that, but I actually I scrolled back. I was like, whoa, 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 what's he what's he saying? This this is deep stuff. So yeah, I was a right. little worried from the promos for the movie that they weren't going to show the kiss. Uh-huh. Uh, because in the promos, at, like the intimate moment on screen that they usually show is the kiss. In this one, it was like two hands that are sort of nondescript. You can't even necessarily tell that they're two men's hands. Or like they, they link together like they're one. Right. And another thing that I like, Hallmark has embraced divorce. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they, they have embraced it. Like, look at it. So uh, on, on one hand, you have, hey, Hallmark has been this brand that has been very white bread, very like cis straight people uh, and very, very, you know, Christian-y. Uh, without necessarily saying the words. And there that is like a segment of the audience, but and then there is literally everyone else. And Hallmark looked at the math and said, well, we'll probably keep a big chunk of those people, but if we go out after everyone else, then we can really expand this pie that we're taking pieces from. Because, yeah. yeah, it wasn't like one divorce. It was like a couple of divorces. <laughs> but what does it... I wonder... How, what do what do the strict like conservative religious people? What do they what do they do? Like, they Can you move your, your hands away from your mouth? It, it sounds like you're Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, there you go. Sorry about that. So you were I saying, what do the strict? Oh, what? what do they do? What do they do? Do they do they, do they run in horror when the sun? Do they read the listings ahead of time and? I, 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 I can't anymore. speak for them because I am not a strict Christian person. I, I consider myself an atheist. I would though imagine. That if you truly are a strict Christian and this content truly does offend you, you, I don't know, change the channel. You and, go to GAC. And, and, and if you're, like, bothered what? enough to, like, reach out to Hallmark and tell them it's crap, you probably weren't watching anyway. Like, this is, right. like, right. it falls in a category that I call non-traversy. It's, like, it's played up in the press as this big, huge thing. When in reality, like, if people don't like it, they just change the channel. That's the yeah, way it works. That's I mean, true. Yeah. Nobody cares. Well, could they watch? So they have that other network they could watch. There's a there's a more like religious Hallmark. Also, there's like eight there's a Hallmark. billion streaming options now. You can go yes. wherever the hell you want. And yeah, I said hell. Talking about Hallmark and GAC, hell. Right. No, just watch a log burning. In the holidays, they have that. Yeah, the that's not offensive. I have an app on my Apple TV that'll do that. Although I just feel like those logs are suffering. <laughs> it's hard for me to watch it. Log. You know, I just can't watch anything. <laughs> no, it's all good. I'm, of course, uh, <laughs> I'm happy with anything. Uh, even that uh, White Lotus, I was a little shocked by that. 
Like, really? All right. Well, I was. Were you expecting that? <laughs> Wait. Oh, that? No, I was not. <laughs> no, I was a little shocked by it, but it's all right. You know? I wasn't super surprised by it. Partially because we had a pretty shocking moment of a similar kind of ish nature in season one. Oh, that's right. I'm trying to think. Oh, you're not. You're talking about. Well, I don't want to say who I'm talking about. It, it, it involves the uh, the hotel manager in, in season one. Oh. And another hotel but, employee. Oh, yes, yes, yes. There was that, yeah. <laughs> I, I just motioned I it for Lesson Kurt that. for uh, <laughs> those at home that have watched White Lotus season one. I think you know what right. we're talking about now. No, but Jason just, just did it. Um, he acted it out, which... Yeah, he crossed crossed the line. Look, I used to I'm, I'm just I I used to do improv. I was I'm doing just playing with I was doing right. some space work. Oh man, this is a really gay episode. I knew it was going to be. <laughs> well, well, what was uh, it? But I didn't know we were going to cross lines. But you know what? I watched it's okay, that. I'm, that I'm, wasn't I'm gay down. for the first time. I had never seen Home Alone How, or so, Home Alone Two. Okay, so you've seen them both now. Yes. And what are your first impressions? Okay, I love that little Kevin beat the shit out of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I love that part. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I loved Moira or... or um, Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. She was beautiful back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 30 plus years ago now. Because she's pretty, you know, she's she's pretty now. But I was yeah. like, wow, plus, she was stunning back yeah, then. Did you, did you used to watch her on... SCTV back no. in the day? I did. No, yeah. you didn't watch that. Yeah. Okay. Because I was living in Europe and so we didn't get SCTV. Okay. So I never watched it. Jason did. I loved I was obsessed with that like when I was a kid. Yeah. SCTV. But anyway, um, home alone. Yes. I'm glad they okay, so I saw I'm glad with the Macaulay Culkin character anyway. I'm glad they stopped it too. They did not. Oh, they didn't stop it too. Because there's a three. three there is a three, but it's a different kid. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they've four. made multiple movies. Yeah, yeah, but like the Macaulay Macaulay Culkin was in the. I didn't watch past Home Alone two because when I saw it was a different kid, I was like, no, let let's not ruin yeah. this. Yeah, it should be called <laughs> Cash Grab too. Yeah, <laughs> like let's let's not let's not let's not ruin this because I like I like Kevin I like Kevin the way he is and I like because number two was pretty good too so I liked it with with those two mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. like he left on like an up. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a remake. And and I like you know it, both movies like center by hand up being nice to old people. Yeah. <laughs> I sweet. love I love the scenes with uh, John Candy and Catherine O'Hara in the back of that truck. <laughs> yes, polka polka polka. Yeah. Like jo- John Candy was so good in that movie, and he filmed he did it for scale. Oh, he did. He did it for scale as a favorite of Chris Columbus, who had directed him in Uncle Buck, which is a big hit. Um and, and he did all no. all of his scenes in in a day and he had he was in a greater portion of the movie than initially anticipated so he filmed for like twenty four hours straight. Yeah, like he was Aaron the only. Robert. Yeah, he was the only actor who was allowed to improvise. But but he, but he was correction, funny. Jason. Uh, John Hughes directed Uncle Buck. Chris Columbus directed. Oh, I meant produce. Well, I, I I correct that. I mean yeah. I, I produced because uh, John Hughes produced both movies. Yeah. I, I cried in both. Did you? I 
it, well, because in the first one, when the old man, when the little, when the old man yeah. met the little kid, the little girl, his granddaughter, and then in the second one, <laughs> when he gave the the bird lady the turtle dove, because she saved him. Yeah. How about in Home Alone Two, where they just like don't they end up in, in the in like a random house just so they can have hijinks in a house again? It was it was like an abandoned happened? building. Yeah. Yeah, because he's lost in New York, remember? Yeah, it was a, yeah. an abandoned building. How adorable was little Kieran Culkin? I know, right? And, and, uh, right? Like, that's if, a, if you watch Succession now, like, he's so good in Succession at playing a sleazeball. And then, like, going back and watching him in movies when he was, like, six years old. Like, so cute. And, and the part that cracked me up the most is at the end of Home Alone 2, when the dad got the bill... And he's like, you spent nine hundred dollars, and I'm like, wow, is that it? <laughs> Room yeah. service. Yeah, that's not so bad. I only spent nine hundred dollars. Yeah, nine hundred in New York too, <laughs> right? I was like, Kevin that did pretty good. Bird lady, that bird lady. That's a Brenda Fricker. Is her name? Is, I right? believe. Yeah, she yeah. won. She won an Oscar, and so as when she won an Oscar, she got to make like a couple Hollywood movies. She did like three or four Hollywood movies, and that was that was uh, one of her movies. The, as the bird lady, she saved she won, him. She won for My Left Foot. And so she got to be in Home Alone. She was in uh, um, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, I think yeah. she was in <laughs> Time to Kill. She like maybe one other one. And then she, she did like Irish movies, whatever. That's right. Well, before, before we move on, we, oh. this podcast wouldn't be a podcast without do you have any black China news? Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. The Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. Okay, well, I've taken the opportunity of doing this to uh, use some of my acting skills. So this was <laughs> this is a really this is a good one for me. Oh, this this is also the only article I can find right now. This is the holidays. Uh, this is kind of a, a retread. It's from the U.S. Sun, but it is an article that just came out a few days ago. Um, it says that um, Kim and Khloe Kardashian had a strong reaction when their brother Rob told them he was expecting his daughter Dream, now six with his ex, Black China, Fans were shocked at Kim and Chloe reacting so coldly as they took a look back at a 2016 episode. Uh, in the throwback clip, Rob, now 35, said, there's one more thing I have to tell you about. Kim, now 42, guessed, you're having a baby. Wiping tears from his eyes, as Rob said, yeah. Kim demanded, are you being serious? Courtney, now 43, and Chloe, 38, sat beside Kim and stared at Rob in shocked silence. Rob replied to Kim, no, I'm being Bible. That's what it says. What? I guess that's an expression the kids use these days. I'm being Bible. In other I'm words, being... like, in, in other words, like, I'm telling you the truth. I'm swearing in a Bible. It's okay. scripture, yeah. He says, no, I'm being Bible. I'm being dead ass. But you have to understand, I've been trying to do this. I'm not even kidding. As Chloe kept her head in her hands and Courtney and Kim remained silent, Rob continued to defend himself, saying, this was like, really my decision. It really wasn't hers, on dad's grave, on everything. I'm Bible. Courtney asked, did you tell mom? Rob replied, yeah, mom knows. Black China didn't want me to say anything to mom and you guys until she was three months. But I want mom and you guys involved because I think it would be worse since obviously the engagement thing, how you all reacted. And then she starts to show her something. Kim said, congratulations. Courtney broke a smile and said, congrats. Still wiping tears from his eyes, Rob replied, thank you. 
However, Chloe still <laughs> held her head buried in her hands and did not wish her brother congratulations. Fans rushed to analyze the old throwback clip in an online fan forum. One posted to summarize. I'm like, when we talk about this movie, I'm like the kid when he starts narrating the Christmas story. He's my inspiration. Okay, so one posted to summarize their perspective on the scene as Kim judging, Chloe losing her shit, and Court showing empathy and kindness towards Rob. Another fan agreed about Courtney and shared, Court is the only one that gave proper congratulations and listened empathetically. A third agreed and added, I feel that Court is the most empathetic. Yet a fourth fan demanded, why can't they be happy for each other? A fifth simply said, Chloe is so dramatic. We can leave it at that. Please do. (laughs) And there you go. Well, <laughs> I know you love this. It just feels like we're doing a Kardashian rewatch I, podcast now. Because, well, that was the news that was released this week. It was, as I said, it was a retread. Apparently, the fans started rewatching something from 2016. Right. Well, like, like on tic- probably on TikTok or something. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's Black China adjacent. Well, I'm sure she'll be back for the new year with a new outfit and a new a new outlook on life for 2020. Yeah. Hopefully she's up to something. You know she she's is. Sure she's, probably she up to, she's probably up to something right now. I bet she's probably in Hawaii or something. You something know. for the holidays. She might be listening to our podcast. Maybe she is. 2023. 2023, I want to have her on in 2023. I want to have Black China here talking to us. Let's get her number. And I want you to do the Black China report and then have her validate whether or not what is true or not. Fun game, yeah. Well, yeah, we'd have to do it. I want her in an outfit, everything. An outfit? Tokyo Tony can call in. You know, and then of course we'd have to talk about a lifetime movie because I think that would be more her speed. Well, I think if we do an episode with Black China, we just either we make her watch the movie, but then it should be something opposite of her. Like I would love to see her thoughts on a Hallmark movie. Oh, oh so we'd make her watch like the Wedding Veil vale movie. Yeah, and there's three more coming apparently. Oh boy. Uh, or or yeah. we just do an episode where it's just us talking to her. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So Yoko Ono still hasn't, still hasn't looked at my message. I wrote to her and asked her to come on the show. She, she hasn't even looked at the message. Uh, so anybody out there, if you know Black China, you tell her she's welcome on our show at any time. Or, or Yoko Ono. Or Yoko Ono. Yeah. Or, or Jack A. Jack A. Or Vivica. Oh, oh Jack A. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Um. <laughs> Oh, and Vivica, Vivica, anytime. I oh, I just saw so many people. I just saw a, a, a Christmas Carol remake, and Vivica was Vivica A. Fox was one of the ghosts. Oh, was it yes. any good? It was good. It was it was a Chris. It was a, a new Divas Christmas Carol, and Ashanti was Aphrodite Scrooge. Hmm, Aphrodite and, and, Scrooge. And, and the ghosts were. Um, Vivica A. Fox, Eva Marcel, and then I'm trying to – I forget who the third ghost was. But, yeah, Vivica was one of the ghosts then. Okay. So there you go. There you have it. Well, it won't be the definitive Christmas Carol with Mr. Magoo. 
Oh, that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I same. Because that's when, and I never realized until I hit adulthood that Razzleberries were real. I just thought it was a cartoon thing. <laughs> I never heard of it anywhere else. Razzleberries? Yes. Because remember, Tiny Tim wanted Razzleberry dressing and yeah. Razzleberry gravy. Okay. Anyway, because remember, we'll have a Merry Christmas knowing we're together. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about this movie. The Holiday Sitter. So, we start off with like a legit opening, with like a legit opening song. Well, of course, just because it's about gay people, it's going to have, it's still going to be legit. I mean, come on. Buddy. No, but I mean like a good song with like an opening. Like, yeah, you know. sometimes uh, Hallmark will do these openings, and this song will be something you've never heard of before, and it's bad. It's bad pop music. This was a a Christmas song sung by Kristen Chenoweth. Yes. I love her. And then we're in New York. And we see um, Jonathan Bennett or Sam. And Sam is sitting at the bar. He's waiting for a date. Like, and it was like an online hookup. I the think ho- we, we should be fair, not a hookup, or at least, no. or, well, or, I did, a, or at least, it was an actual date. I, yeah, I didn't get date. the impression from the Hallmark movie that it was a hookup. It was, it was an actual date. It was a date date. Yeah, and, and so the date shows up. He's very hot, mm-hmm. a little late. Um, they so the date was a doctor, and Sam was like a business manager, but like a, a successful one who managed for like it sounds like billionaires Mm -hmm. so um they're so they're talking they're you know they're kind of it seemed like they were getting along like getting to know you but they were getting along and then the doctor uh brings up kids and how he's an uncle and happy about it and jonathan or sam was like uh no check please and then he told the doctor how he didn't like kids. And the doctor was like, uh, I got to go. Because the doctor wanted, the doctor wanted a family. And so um, Sam is, you know, he said he has a family and he has nieces and nephews who don't even live that far away from him, but he never goes to visit. Mm-hmm. And we also find out that for the holidays, he's not going to see his family He's going to Hawaii because he's and, he's normally a kind of workaholic. Yeah, he's he's the Hallmark hero who's busy. Yes, yes, because you know mm-hmm. we got to be fair. You know you got to you got to have the trope, gay or not, someone's got to be busy. So he's busy, and then the doctor judged him for not going home for Christmas as well. A lot of people Which, did. They were they were very judgy about the whole Christmas thing and yeah. not going home. Yeah, because obnoxious. Yeah, and that I, I did find obnoxious. Yeah. It's rude. Some people don't want to go or travel over the holidays. I am one of them. Uh, right. I also don't have uh, parents that are alive anymore. So who am I going to go see? I could see my brother, but I could see him when it's not snowing. And this guy, and it wasn't like he was staying at home. He was taking, a, he was going on a vacation. Yeah, that sounds 
Yeah, Hawaii sounds great. I'd like to be yeah. doing that. Yeah, he was, he was going on. He was going on vacation, so I don't know why. Like they got like wrinkled up their noses and got so judgy about that. Oh, I don't know. They're holding on to some kind of conservative thing there. Conservative well, idea. I also think it's the the underlying premise of this movie is ultimately like you know you can create your own kind of family, but right. you can't create family if you're not around people that care about right. you. I Trip. think that's the thinking. True. Um, so, so, so then we cut to like this suburban neighborhood, and we see um, like a bunch of kids playing outside. We see this very attractive guy playing with the kids. Okay, so this is a new hallmark trope that I'm noticing. Because he gets a call, he's on the phone. With his mom, it was his mom. Was yeah. his mom or his grandma? His mom. His mom. So he's on the phone with his mom, but then we see that the mom is just like next door. Yeah. So that's a new yeah. hallmark trope, I guess. She was the, across the street. The adult, yeah. the adult son living near the mom, and the mom calls him on the phone. Like, it's either upstairs or next door. I think writing-wise, it's a really simple shortcut to say the family is close. Right. And so, and so I think then we funny in this movie. Also, also everybody's everybody in this movie's doing pretty well. Yes, I mean, aren't they always in Hallmark movies? They never yeah, even I the people so. that claim that yeah. they don't that, uh, they don't have a lot. They uh, their houses are always stunning, right? Yeah. And so um, his mom is talking, and we can tell right off the bat his mom is eager for him to have kids because she's talking about adoption and stuff. And then we have our, you know, gratuitous snowball fight, but they did it early in the movie and just got it out of the way. Well, it also wasn't, it wasn't a romantic snowball fight because normally it's the, the, the hero and the heroine that somebody throws the snowball and here the two guys haven't met yet. This was like assault. So the couple, because I was a little confused about this. So was Jason, the guy related to the husband in this couple? No, he was related. It because they said his sister. Wait, wait, the, hold on. He's wait, his Jason. Was no, no, no. Jason was not related to. I, I. Okay, so the yeah. the couple in this movie is Sam's sister and Sam's brother-in-law, which is right. the sister's husband. The brother-in-law guy. Happened to look like Jason, so it was a little confusing. And at the yeah. top, they were introducing a lot of characters out of the gate. I was like, I kind of needed a grid to figure it out. I finally figured it out, but it took me a minute. Yeah, because I was like, is he related? Because then especially like later on when Sam, they have the conversation about how, you know, how come you never introduced me to him? That's when it got confusing, too. Yeah, yeah. they do look a little similar. So he was just the friend. And he was the, the neighbor. And he was the he next, door, next neighbor. door to his mom. He lived across from his mom and he lived next door to Sam's sister and brother-in-law. Oh, that's right. Because it was funny. And we'll get to that. Yeah. The, the, how the houses looked. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, oh, so. So. Um, uh, so his so his friend, uh, Sam's sister and her husband are adopting a baby. And they well, they have a surrogate. 
Another, Frank. that was surprising they put that in a Hallmark movie, that it was a surrogate that was having their baby. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, that's uh, what it was? Yeah. Yes. I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's why the, the sister wasn't the one that was pregnant. That, and that's why they had to leave is because the surrogate was was going to pop sooner than initially thought. So they, they were yeah. like, oh, we have to rush to like upstate New York or something where she's at. Oh. And that's why they needed somebody to watch the kids. Right. So it was his sperm? His sperm was involved? I assume or, so, yeah. It could, it could be or, both both their sperm and her eggs. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Like, oh, she might just pre- be want to be like, hey, I want a career and I want to keep my body, so. Hey, wait. You could do that? Yeah. Yeah. So somebody, so a surrogate mother, she has the, she has somebody's egg and someone's, someone else's sperm and she just gives yes. a whole different kid. Yeah. I don't think yes. I was aware of that. Like I, I know somebody that they, uh, it's his sperm. He had a, uh, a, do- an egg donor, uh, and then they have the surrogate who's like the oven and he used, yeah. so he had, he had two kids and used the same egg donor and the same oven lady a terrible way to put it. Same surrogate oh uh, for, for both children. Get this. So I have these friends who are a couple. I have, I have these friends who are a couple. And so they were a gay couple. So they both gave sperm, right? Mm-hmm. And then they had the surrogate. And she ended up having triplets. Oh. So one, so they're, one's... One and one's the other, so no, yes, yes, you can do that. Yes, you can. Yes, is, is that right, Jason? Yes, that's that's uh, biologic. Could we actually talked about this in a previous episode? Yes, we, we talked about how there could be twins yes. from two different fathers. Oh, yeah. we did talk about that. Yeah, it was yeah. like a, a, a soap opera thing. Yeah, yes, but what about that the happened the, a day of our lives? But you're talking about triplets, so then I guess yes. two came from one sperm and one came from another. Yes. It's possible that all three came from one. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's what Les was saying, that he knew that. Well, I don't know one. for sure, but they both. Oh, all right. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. That I could, yeah. that I understand. I don't yeah. think I knew that. So, okay. So the surrogate's carrying the egg. All right. Isn't necessarily the egg donor. It sometimes is. Yeah. We don't know what was going on here, but there's definitely a, a, a surrogate. I thought I they were adopting a baby. You know, I, no. I thought that's what was happening. No. So. <sighs> or maybe, wait, wait, now now you've got me thinking. I thought they mentioned surrogacy more than once, but. I yeah, they did. heard surrogacy. They, no, I they did. They did at one point because I was like surprised that they actually said the word. And that kind I of makes it. sense, though, as far as like the urgency, because it's when it's a surrogate, like you have to take the baby once she has it. Yeah, and it could have all. I think where the adoption yeah, came in, I think maybe some one or two of the other kids might have been adopted. Maybe, but then with the surrogate too, with the surrogate as well, though it's still there's still an adoption component involved. Oh, so like like on paper, you have to legally yeah. adopt the child, even though the surrogate yeah. never wanted a oh, part of it. Okay. That would make yeah, that would yeah. Make, there's still an adoption wow. component to it. For this sure, movie is, this movie is advanced. Well, they've all no they, idea. It's, now, it's the new now explain the entirety of female anatomy to me. There's a lot of sperm involved in this movie. <laughs> hey, you're the so, one that said that this episode was really gay. <laughs> yeah, well, 
so so yeah so they were like you know we've got to go and we've got to go now um and but then and then we cut back to to sam who's very busy and then he meets up with his friend his female friend who we find out is a lesbian who's getting married she's gay yeah and she you know so she has the ring and she and he's very happy for her but then he tells her, because she's like, well, when are you going to settle down? And he's like, you know what? Marriage is for other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it was, she was like, can you believe I'm getting married? And he's like, yeah, well, we thought, because we thought marriage was for other people. That was Which, a good, I, I'm glad they included that in this movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that was I an important scene to see. Which I didn't hear it that way. Which I didn't hear it that way until it came up later. I thought they were kind of talking about their own themselves i think they were i think they were saying that like we never thought this because a you know when you're younger and and single and ready to mingle you're not thinking about oh i'm gonna settle down but also we as people from the lgbtq community growing up it's you don't see as many images of families that look like us so so to us it didn't seem attainable and let's face it, when I was in my 20s, it wasn't legal anyway. No. You couldn't. You couldn't legally get married. It was it was not an option. So, right. you know, and, it, and it, it took, you know, I'm married now, but it took some getting used. The fact that I could get married, it took a long time to get used to the fact, even after it was legalized, that I could actually do it. You know, and... I, I waited until later in life to do it. <laughs> and even, you know, even when it comes to adopting a kid, it was like something that I just even, like, I just still never thought that it was just something that I could ever do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I totally got that. Um, oh, oh, and then her, and then his friend was like, he, his friend was like, you know what? One day you're going to meet somebody and it's going to change and you'll know. So then we find out that Sam, he dates a lot, you know, and he never, he never said, what do you say? He never has more than two dates. Yeah. he, he uh, She shaded him for never make it to the second date. Right. Um, so then we go right. back to the, we go back to the neighborhood and I realized something because the little, a little girl was bringing a lasagna to Jason. And oh, what I realized sick. is lasagna is to me what cake is to Kurt. Oh. Because yeah. I love lasagna. Like, that was a thick lasagna. Yes. That was a so huge I like, lasagna. I like lasagna, too. And I, I, I make a mean lasagna. Mm-hmm. You love my lasagna. Well, next time I see you, better whip me up one. I will. If you want to... Uh, Come to Rogue. I could make a. Yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna be there. Oh, you will. Oh, I'm not yes. make a lasagna. It's good. I though. want you to post the recipe to our Instagram. Yes. Get and get. I get make the sauce. Oven. I don't. It's it's no ragu, man. I make I make my own sauce. Yeah. Um. All right. Oh. Remember the recipe. So, so then we it's go back recipe. to we go back to the to the couple who are going to pick up their baby. And we and and the couple's like, okay, we need to find someone to watch our kids. And so first they were like, 
they thought about Jason, but then they were like, well, no, because he's already fixing, he's already fixing our nursery and doing stuff around the house. I don't want to take advantage of that. He's handy. And, and then they were like, well, we could ask your brother. And then she's like, well, but remember what happened last time? And they had a flashback where he literally like burned the kitchen down. Where he looks like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Oh, with a mustache. <laughs> That was a disturbing mustache, actually. It was. And so, so, so then he we cut to Sam. He's packing for Hawaii. His sister calls, um, and she asks him to babysit. And then and they I did wrote, a something that is a huge pet peeve of mine in in comedy trailers. You rarely actually see it in the movie, but in comedy trailers, when they want to quickly convey that that uh, emotion of what the fuck, they do a record <gasps> scratch. Really, we're still right. doing record scratches in movies in 2022. Come on. Exactly. Well, well, yeah, because well, records anyway. Who? How many people even have them? Right. <laughs> Good point, Les. And, and, oh, and then I wrote here, how dare she? I would have been, if my sister would have done that, I would have been like, uh, no. And no's a complete sentence. I didn't even owe you an explanation. I'm going to Hawaii. She was a little bit of a bitch <laughs> sometimes. She blackmails him to, you know, help her out. But... And also, though, it's one thing if the tickets weren't purchased. I'm like, the tickets are purchased. I'm packing my bags. I'm leaving tomorrow. No. What I didn't understand about the premise of this movie is that these people are clearly – you spend a lot of money to go through the surrogacy process. Uh, they've spent all this money. They already have – they seem like responsible people. Why didn't you have a backup plan in place – like, if, if your mom was going to be the one watching the kids, wouldn't you tell mom, hey, maybe don't do that vacation right like right before the babies do? Because that's right. And this is where we find out that the parents are divorced because they don't say that they're divorced, but they're like, mom no. is in Italy and dad is at his fishing cabin and he has no uh, service. They use the that. D word later in the movie. They actually say it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they say it yeah. a couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the one, uh, Jason's brother. But, um, but yeah, it's like, I, you know, I'd be, so what was she, cause, so I didn't get what she was black. She's like, I'm pulling my Calvin card. So what well, was, exactly, said, what exactly was the blackmail? He went out with Calvin, but then she told the parents he was out with Sonia. Well, that's, why is he even blackmail heard. anymore? He's out. He's yeah. out. Well, it was something from like back in the day that she lied for him. She did him a big favor back then. Um, and this is actually kind of a nod to like being young and gay and not wanting people to know about it. He was lying about the fact that he was with a guy instead of with a girl. But it's kind of a moot point now, though. Well, depends <laughs> on what he's, he he's adult and he's 40 and out. <laughs> Plus, she'd be admitting that she was a liar. Well,. She probably lied about not having sex, too. And look at her now. She's having kids. But she she didn't have sex it. to have those kids, though. True. True. Oh, so then she tells him 
that it'll only take two days. So basically, he ended up just postponing his trip. Another and- thing I questioned, and I don't know why it took me at this point in the movie to question this, but why can't the kids go with them to upstate New York? Good question. Like, they can travel with their parents for the delivery of this baby. They don't need to be in the delivery room while it happens, but they can go. Oh, I can answer that. Right. that. Okay. They don't well, want to be with the kids. <laughs> they don't want to be with the kids. They, they, they don't want, want to, but you know what? Kids. They chose to have a third, and nobody else is available to watch them. So you know what? That's their problem. Right. They can afford a nanny. They can afford Mrs. Doubtfire. They're going to do whatever they can to get away from those kids. Yet they're, they're, yet they're having more? I, your logic is flawed. No, it's not. Well, the one little girl was kind of annoying, though. It's on point. I don't mind the I didn't mind those, those kids. I didn't mind I like either. The, I like the older kid because he was, like, person. going through it. But the younger one was kind of annoying with her mosquito net bed. Wasn't there a dog <laughs> in the house, too? These people have a lot of responsibilities that are shirking. That's what I'm saying. Right. But they, they actively took on the responsibilities and are, are adding more to the pile. So I don't think they're trying to get away from their kids. They're trying to add to the brood. Believe me, I'd be throwing everybody in the car and saying, let's go up and see the strange lady pop up your next kid. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it would be confusing to the kids. Maybe. If they see some woman, you know, with her leg, a strange woman with her legs open, then they, they pull out a baby and say, this is your sibling. Right. I don't know what's going on. Right. You painted a oh. picture. <laughs> I sure right. did. So, so by the way, Jason, uh... not Jason, <laughs> not Jason Bowers, but Jason in this movie. No, not after that. Saint. Acting out. Oh, he's that. absolutely a saint. Because he offered <laughs> to stay with the kids until Sam showed up. Yeah. Yeah, Saint pushover from. The... <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, no, he's nice. And then. <laughs> The, who was that? Because I have here, Sam was talking to, he was, oh, he's talking to his friend, um, his, his friend who was getting married, and she's like, wait, you don't like kids. But he was going. Yeah. And, and so he shows up, and uh, Jason and one of the kids are playing video games, and there was a knock at the door. Oh, oh, I love this part. So he shows, so Sam shows up. And so he earlier in the movie was talking about the suburbs and making fun of suburban houses. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it is, it had already been established that he rarely went to go and visit his sister. Like he rarely went. So he Ubers or taxis to the house. Gotta be and he sees two houses. So there's this modern looking house. And then this, um, just like a suburban, regular suburban house. So he starts walking over to the regular suburban house. And that was the gay guy's house. And the modern house was his sister's house. I thought it was hilarious. Okay. And so the, so the gay guy, from, so Jason is in the living room and sees him walking over. And so he runs out and grabs him. Oh, is that what happened? See, I thought, yeah. I thought in the, 
watching this that it was just he was going to the wrong house and i'm like how does he not know there's like numbers on them but now that makes more sense okay because because the his sister's house was like very modern looking on the outside so in other words jason had brought the kids over to his house and was playing video games over there okay got it um no i was confused as well though so Okay. Oh, so this mother, it's, did you guys ever watch that show um, where the families would switch? Um, well, wife, wife swap? Switch? Wife swap, yeah. Mm-hmm. This woman was like, the, the, his sister was like one of those women out of wife swap. Because cause you know how like, they'd, like one woman would be a hippie and she'd go to the other house where the mom would have a list of all the chores Mm-hmm. That the kids would have to do, and da 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 da. This woman had this schedule that just sounded annoying as hell for these right. kids. Yeah, stringent. But yeah. It, the fact that she was so organized and and put this together again tells me why didn't they have a plan B? Who right. Was, yeah. Uh, exactly. For who was going to watch the kids when they were having the other baby? And it continues to support my theory. She did not want to spend time with those kids. She wanted a break. Because, yeah, she should have, like, a nanny on speed dial. Or even the um, uh, Jason's mom. Yeah. A lot of options. Yeah, because you had Jason next door and you had Jason's mom across the street. They could have easily both helped out. Right. Right. And, and oh, what I wrote here, too, because Sam, if I was Sam, I would have been so pissed if I got to my sister's house and there's someone else there watching them right because I'd be like so you could have asked Jason to watch them the whole time and not guilt me into like switching my vacation when you actually had someone that could have watched them you know that's what I think yeah I guess I'd be pissed too. Or again, you could take the kids with you to upstate New York. True. You want to take those damn kids? <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, and it's so funny because Sam was like, "Where are the kids? It's so early." <laughs> I'm upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Um. So they go to this Christmas market, and Jason is actually helping Sam with the kids. <laughs> and so. So I guess initially Sam didn't realize Jason was gay until he sees Jason talking to his friends who was this, who were this gay couple. So did oh, you he was jump ahead? Yeah, you skipped ahead. There's a, oh, sorry, what did I miss? Well, first of all, it's three days until Christmas now. Uh, the first ordeal is that Sam tries to make pancakes yeah. Is that what he tries to, oh, no, he's going to order pancakes. Oh, yeah, he was but given the, the restaurant to order them from. Yeah, he's going to order stuff. But this is when uh, Jason comes in and he talks to him. So um, so Sam offers him $100 just to make pancakes. Yeah, because the, the, the restaurant was closed. It, it, they're no longer in business because they've uh-huh. got to be vegan pancakes, which sounds disgusting. That sounds so awful. Yeah. I was a vegan, and that still sounds awful. Oh, so he says, um, 
Okay, Rosie, Rosie, Rosie Knee Loafers. This is gets referenced. You know what I'm talking about? No. Well, Jason uh, says something about Sam's loafers. Oh, and, there uh, is a moment where he uh, Rosie Knee. Uh, he yeah he meant he is that in this scene or is that later? That's that's here. Um. Yeah, they're basically like going over the schedule, and as uh, one of them is leaving, he says something about you have some batter or whatever on your, and he references the brand name of the loafers. And then there's this knowing look of like, oh, she gay. <laughs> she gay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now they're at the Christmas market. And he sees, and he sees him talking to his friends, and he's like, hmm. Because the friends were, you know. Yeah. Obvious. Is this where we, we find out that, Jay, like, we found out Jason had been living in Los Angeles looking for the right guy, which no one moves to L.A. for that. Nobody. I am like. I'm Literally. Like, no, and I love L.A., but no. nobody moves to L.A. to find the right guy. No, you leave L.A. <laughs> no, there's no right guys in L.A. Or what? I'm not saying that there aren't right guys here, but the perception is, oh, you're not going to find true love here you need to leave LA to find it right where do you know I'm married and I met my husband here but yeah, yeah it's like like you moved to LA for true love okay <laughs> um I like they're playing they're playing a, a game where they're throwing rings and uh Sam is like ridiculously bad at he's throwing up in the air uh, and all that. That was me. <laughs> it was me? No, that was me. That scene, oh. that was me. That was <laughs> you. Ring toss. The woman working, <laughs> woman working at the ring toss thing is not allowed to say anything. I guess she was an extra mm-hmm. and they, they gave her a little upgrade, but she couldn't speak. If she spoke, right. they'd have to pay her like three times as much. But she was like very expressive. Like the, the words wanted to come out of her mm-hmm. mouth. Yeah. Maybe she was a mime. That's acting, Kurt. <laughs> I'm gonna sneeze, but I'm gonna I'm trying to put the microphone on mute so I, I, I don't the sneeze isn't heard. No, it's it, it passed, it passed. Okay. I'll be giving updates as they go along. Um so Oh, so the sister called so the sister was getting on my nerves at this point. Because the sister called. They asked, so Sam and Jason had actually taken the kids to um, the Christmas market. And then the little boy, Miles, had an audition. So Jason was taking him to the audition. So they basically, they had it under control. Yeah. And were doing a good job, actually. And the sister called. And the sister's pissed that they're at the Christmas Mart. And it's like, what are you pissed for? Why, why are you? Oh, it, it was super mad? rude of her, I mean, but I, I, think, I think this beat was to illustrate that, oh, Sam and Jason can figure out parenting by working together. Right. Because they're doing a good I job. Think was, I, think, I think she was concerned about what, what, what was he auditioning for? Like a, a school pageant. A photo shoot with Larry Clark, or (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, there was some concern there. For those that don't get the reference, look up the, uh, what year was that? Early 90s, a movie called Kids. Yeah. He was a photographer before that. Chloe Sevigny was in a young Chloe Sevigny. Oh, so then, oh, so Sam's talking to his sister, and he's like, okay, so how come you never told me that you had a hot neighbor who was nice? Mm-hmm. And she was, and the sister was like, well, no, I was going to introduce you, but then I realized that you two want different things. And she's kind of judgy about it, the way she said it. She's like, he wants a family, and you don't. Um, oh, and so then uh, Jason and Sam, or no, Jason and Miles, the kid, come back from the audition, and oh, Miles got. Oh yeah, they did audition. Yeah, yeah. Miles got the part because because Jason's brother Eddie is the director. Yeah, and uh, so nepotism. But, but they said that Miles is a little queasy because Miles has a crush. That was Jason's niece, right? Who uh, Miles had the crush on? No. No relation to Jason. Okay. Arabella. Actually, no, wait, no, I take that back. That might be, yeah, that is Jason's niece, I think. Because she okay. called Jason's mother grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh, okay. There were a lot of people in this. Movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So at, at points it was a little confusing. And then when you have actors that look a little bit alike too, yeah. it, that throws it off a bit. Yeah, because I remember she called she called Jason's mother grandma. So at so, this point in the movie, Sam has said the word gay, and he has said the word divorced. Like next, the, the kids, the, Sue. I, I think he just said it. I think like oh, yeah. at the next Hallmark movie, we need to see these kids huffing poppers. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Or the word lube. Yeah. <laughs> right. Coming from grandma. What Loop from Grandma. Yeah, I, Grandma right. has a stripper pole too. Nah. Oh, oh, so so Jason Walter, about- I'm a little dry down here. <laughs> <laughs> She's asking Walter for the lube. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so so Jason was telling Sam about how how Miles was n- nervous and ha- and a- he asked. Sam, because Sam had mentioned earlier how he had done plays as a kid, so he's like, why don't you talk to him and, like, calm, you know, calm him down a bit. So, the baby was born, Sam wakes up, Jason is making breakfast, Jason is making Santa waffles. Yeah, that's ambitious. Did you jump ahead again? Oh, I think I jumped ahead again. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, what what do we skip here? I've got oh. baby. I don't think we're at the baby yet. Oh no, no, no. Um So like so we find out Sam's parents are divorced. He tells Jason about Hawaii, gets shit about that. I think we talked about that. And then uh Jason's mom shows up. And the dog goes nuts for a reindeer that Sam is holding, and he knocks over the tree. I don't know why we needed that scene. That did not move the movie along at all, and we never referenced that reindeer again as so far as they fetched it. Yeah, I think so. Because they reference the reindeer later in the movie, too, and I'm like, it does, it's not full circle because there's not another fetching of the reindeer. Right. Um, the mom like mentions something called the Christmas Lights Walk. And then Jason's talking about his exes, 
how he was uh, looking for happily ever after. We've talked about Ellie, the lesbian. Uh, and then they're, they're, oh, this is the big speech we were talking about earlier where they're, I don't remember if it's Sam or Jason says, maybe it's easier. No, I think it's Sam. Maybe it's easier to run if there's not a reason to stay. Uh, okay. And now we have the baby. Okay. And then oh, this is, yeah. and then, and then Sam woke up and then Jason's making the, the, um, Santa waffles. Two days before Christmas. And, and he's, and he's teaching Sam how to make Santa waffles. This also to- in this moment, did you get the mean girls reference? The very blatant yes, mean girls yes. reference? Stop, no. Tr- stop trying to make that. Oh, happen. that that's oh, that's why the reindeer thing was in the movie. It was it was to facilitate them saying that line. So when that Sam had that reindeer in his hand, the dog comes to get it. Uh, Sam says, "Stop trying to make fetch happen," which is Lacey Chabert's line, or I mean the um, Rachel McAdams line to Lacey Chabert in Mean Girls. So, do you think that now that like you know Hallmark? is embracing the gays that that uh jonathan bennett is kind of like the gay lacey chabert oh absolutely he was already uh, a staple of hallmark before uh he started playing gay characters in the movies but he's sort of like luke mcfarlane he's done both like he you know right you could play gay or straight because so i so i guess so he's like the gay he's like the gay darling now of hallmark yeah for sure um so is this the part where um, Jason goes to the shop and his brother's working? And his brother's talking about how his brother's in a post-divorce funk? Well, let's see. I have that Jason's making breakfast. He makes a coffee. And uh, Sam's excited about that. There's, a, there's an issue because uh, Sam's still planning on going to Hawaii. Oh, he and, judged. That's right. Oh, he yeah. judged him. Yeah. Which, I, once again, I don't get why they're judging this guy for going to Hawaii. It's not like he's doing it. He's not doing anything wrong. He's just going on a vacation. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're talking about the holiday store. Yeah, this packed holiday store just filled with junk. And they that's have, when this. They have that's no, when the brother. That's a Hallmark trope, actually. There's always a, a holiday store, but it's never like, oh, it's like rows of hallmark cards and things it's always just like weird christmas knickknacks and none of them go together right it looks like an estate sale yeah and 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 the brother could tell that jason was into sam and the brother was like well come on he lives in new york and he actually lives close you should go for it yeah and he's divorced i thought his wife died that's usually what happens in these movies not anymore divorced he's really divorced man he seems like he's compulsively masturbating and <laughs> he's going through a really deep hole to give holes <laughs> wait are you saying that the brother like uh jason's brother compulsively masturbates yeah okay the divorce guy yeah yeah what what about him made you think that he just has that look on his face do you think? Do you think like he's doing it on look? screen, but yeah. they only film him from like the, the chest up? No, I just get. Like, that did he have that look? Him. Like, oh, like I'm <laughs> sticking my head up and kind of like huffing. More like, like the look, look that you're kind of tired from all that. Oh, he's like worn <laughs> yeah. out. Like, they, that, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that took a lot out of me. Right. 
Yeah, he's kind of dragging himself along after all that. He's used up his energy. Yeah, that'll happen. That's funny. Like, he's he's spent. That's the word, yes. Yeah. He, he's, <laughs> he's spent. spent. Oh, so then Sam is helping his nephew rehearse, and the kid's horrible. <laughs> well, who does he? Doesn't he remind us of a certain performance? Oh, does he? Oh. That's not yeah, possible. I... This trail's been closed for eight years. It's extremely dangerous. I think we're being better than that, though. I also think we're being unkind. He's a kid. He's a kid. I think it's similar. (laughs) 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 And then we find out we find out that Sam had taken speech classes because he was shy when he was. He took speech classes in college because he was shy when he was in high school. Um, so, so then the sister, so the sister, oh no, Sam calls Jason about the baby, right? And is this where the sister called and the sister, like they're trying to figure out how to get home? Yes. So, yeah, so they're trying, they, they need to get home. They don't have a way home. They've got to be careful because of the baby, and they, and they want the kids want the parents to get back in time for Christmas, so they're trying to figure out do, what to do. And they're and because there's a snowstorm, and they're like, "Well, what about Dad?" But Dad is at his fishing cabin with no inner like with no service. You know, Dad's living the life. You can't even reach Dad. No, he's just fishing and. Enjoying life while everybody has to pick up the slack. Good for dad. I, I, again, I didn't understand how this type A woman who went nuts creating those schedules and figure out restaurants to order pancakes from, how they hadn't planned for how they were going to get the baby home. Right. That made no sense to me. Baby. But they would have they, known that before because they have two other children. Yeah. They knew they couldn't fly with a baby. I, I never do that, but I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you um, can't yeah, fly if the baby's under six weeks, I think it is. You can't do that. Okay. They're going <coughs> to drive with the baby. they got to do something with the baby. Oh, so, so they're trying to figure out how to get a hold of the dad, and Sam is like, oh, his neighbor, why don't you call his neighbor? And she was like, how do you know about the neighbor? And he's like, oh, because I used to go there when I was a kid. I used to go fishing there during the summers when I was a kid. And this guy, mom, would always get a hold of this guy when she's trying to find dad. So, mm. I think I know what mom was up to with this uh, friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, mom was in Italy. Mm. Running around. Over Living the life. She was Living staying the at the White Lotus. Right, exactly. That's right. She's on a yacht. Oh, you on the yacht <laughs> with the gays? Those gays. <laughs> those gays are trying to kill me. Do you know those gays? <laughs> those gays. I was working on her voice the other day. Oh, those gays are trying to kill me. Oh, that's pretty good. Did you see? Uh, um, yeah. uh, oh gosh, what's her, Chloe Feynman on yeah, SNL yeah, over I the weekend. That, yeah. that was a really funny skit. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's like, "Did you write that song? Did I write Jingle Bells?" <laughs> yeah. Well, who did? <laughs> oh, so so then we see Jason, and he's painting. Like, he's painting, he's because he's their contractor, after all. So he's doing his contract work. 
and yeah. <clears throat> painting. I'm good at and, that. And Sam is telling uh, Jason that, oh, I changed my departure date. I'm leaving. Uh, you know, uh, on Christmas Day to go to Hawaii. And Jason, like, gave him a stink face. And it's like, why are you giving him a stink face? He didn't know you when he made the when he made these arrangements. So what are you judging him for? Well, Sam was kind of taunting him because at one point when Sam had walked in the nursery, he takes off his sweater and Jason fully checks him out while he's doing that. He dresses yeah. him with his eyes. I thought for sure the shirt was going to fully come off, but he had an undershirt on. Right. And so this is where he gives him a check, right? Uh, I think so. No, yeah. no, that's, that's that's later, I thought. Oh, they're might talking be about the check. They're talking about the check. Yeah. Because he, because Sam mentions, oh, you need the retainer for a lawyer, for an adoption lawyer. That's why you need the money. Mm-hmm. And then Sam, then Jason starts talking about how um, he would get, yeah, he would go on a date and whenever he would tell a guy that he wanted kids, the guy would ghost him. And so, yeah, that's why he left. And so then we cut to there. It's like before the show, there's a costume fitting. He still sucks. That's and not possible. This trail has been closed for eight years. It's extremely dangerous. <laughs> and then the, he is on that level. The, the drama teacher, who's also gay, I was like, this town was like just, you know, <laughs> I suspect about gay. you. I wasn't going to say anything. It, it's rare that gay people go into the theater too, so this is really groundbreaking. It's never happened I know, before. What a stretch. <laughs> Gays in theater? Who knew? How about Sam and the little girl are sitting there eating these donuts? This guy eats a lot of carbs. Who, Jason? And I do too. No, oh, no, Sam. They're sitting there eating. Donuts. Well, that's because Sam is a gay that lives in the city, so he's a big cokehead. Right. He can afford the carbs. Right. So that donut is probably breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Oh, I and see. Then, yeah. And then he'll intermittent fast the next day. And <laughs> I, 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 ate a, I ate a donut today. I felt, like, justified watching that because I ate a donut today. Man, it was like I was giving up. It was, it was a... It was a was it? It was like a peanut butter something. There was there was a peanut butter cookie wedged in the donut. I'm never eating it. Again. Oh, that sounds good. It was too much. Cream and ah, I gotta stop. I gotta start working out. Um. So oh so so then Sam gets a hold of their dad, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Dad, you're gonna save Christmas." So yeah, dad, the dad up, heads dad. to pick him up. And so then this part, this part cracked me up because so they were gift wrapping Jason and Sam. Um, and they're also talking about, Hey, you know, you, we need to help miles somehow and, and give him a pep talk. And, um, Sam started to tell Jason, you know, I don't want to take advantage of you. You, I've been leaning on you a lot, and you've been great helping me out, but I don't want to feel like I'm taking advantage of you either. Yeah. Um, and so, oh, so this is the part. So, oh, so the kid, so the little girl, they're, they're, they're gift wrapping, and the little girl walks in. Because she wants to talk to Sam, but they start covering themselves 
like they were doing something that wasn't gift wrapping, if you know what I mean. Oh, really? Because they looked kind of guilty and they were covering themselves. I yeah, the, like, the, oh, the, okay. the body language was as if they had been messing around, even though that wasn't what happened in the movie. But it was, it was played like a different kind of beat than it was. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that was a deliberate choice. So the girl, so the little girl's like, I need, you know, uh, Sam, I need to talk to you. And so he goes up to her room and her bed has like mosquito netting on it. And I'm like, why does this bed have mosquito netting on it in suburban New York? And so she's talking to Sam about he's how, you know, he figures out that she's actually, well, the little girl's worried that her mom won't make it home in time for Christmas, but he could also feel that she's also kind of sad because a new baby's coming in, and so yeah. she's not the youngest anymore. How do they explain to her this whole surrogate thing? Because even I have to wrap my mind around it. Well, you know, she's a Maybe child of the 2020s. That's probably I, more I, common. I don't think you have to start talking about, like, fallopian tubes and stuff, but they can kind of broadly tell her that, like, uh, there are other ways to have a baby, and there, there's this nice lady that's helping out mommy and daddy. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I guess you could do it that way. I'd just give up. So, so yeah, so Sam talks to her about... That's why they left the kids. <laughs> You'd just give up. Uh, no, I, I'm sure I'd hang in there. So, so yes, yeah, so he's talking to the girl. He cheers her up. And then it's one day until Christmas. And, and so then we find out that Sam cooked breakfast. Yeah, muffins, biscuits, all kinds yeah. of stuff. And everyone's shocked. Yeah. Yeah, he went all out. He didn't just make scrambled eggs. He, like, did the thing. So, so then the dad goes and picks up the sister and the husband and the baby. And... Well, also, um, we, earlier, we find out in this moment that Sam deliberately missed his flight or changed his flight so he can go to Jason's Christmas brunch. Yeah, because they were judging him because earlier Jason's mom invited uh, Sam to the Christmas brunch, but Sam was like, oh, I can. I'm, but thank you, know, thank you for the invite, but I'm heading out of, you know, to Hawaii. And she judged him too, like hard. Yeah. So. So not so. Um, Jason gave Sam a gift. He bought him an ugly Christmas sweater. And also, because tonight was the night of the pageant, he bought him an ugly Christmas sweater, but also a shirt for tonight. No, and sweet. then the little girl who was sleeping under mosquito netting. She made Christmas stockings, and she even made a Christmas stocking for the little baby, and she put baby sister on it because she didn't know the name yet. Why was there mosquito netting? I mean, there are going to be mosquitoes there, but not in the winter. Right. But that's well, also anyway. like a decorative thing that you do in certain kids' rooms. Well, that needs to stop. Oh, yeah. I think it's ugly, <laughs> too, but I've seen it before. So... So it's time for the show, and then Grandpa shows up with everybody, and he saved the day. Didn't he cockblock a kiss between Jason and Sam? Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were going to kiss, and then, yeah, Grandpa cockblocked. Um, 
Oh, so so then they're backstage at the show, and we find out from Jason's mom that the little girl Arabella has a crush on Miles. Ooh. And so, and we, and we found out earlier in the movie that Miles had a crush on her, and that's why he was nervous, and that's why he was sucking because it was his nerves right. because she was oh. there, yeah. sucking on stage, not right. <laughs> No, so kid. Yeah, okay. So they were like so they were like, hey, you don't need to be nervous. Arabella likes you too. Yeah, but Arabella's then, dad is a chronic masturbator. Like nobody wins here. Right. Oh. And How could so, you lose? And then Sam gives him a really good pep talk. And Miles does a good job. As you were saying, Sam gives him a really good. You happen to be moving your hand back and oh. forth next to your face. <laughs> it made it look you were motioning yeah. like a, he gave Sam a handy. Her Sam. <laughs> it seems like the, the entire play was just exposition uh, given by Miles. Yeah. Yeah. And it it, it so sounded cool. like this. That's not possible. This trail's been closed for eight years. It's extremely dangerous. Basically. That's my favorite Christmas story. But at least, because <laughs> initially, they told Miles that he didn't need to memorize his lines, and Miles, mem he memorized his lines. He's not going to hold a book. That's unprofessional. I've seen it happen before, and so have you. Well, see, he learned some Wait. good techniques from the director, uh, Arabella's dad, Jason's brother, because if you want to be able to chronically masturbate, you need to learn your lines so you don't have to hold the script in your hand. Right. Your hands are free. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotta be hands free. Unless when you talk about people hold their scripts. Yes. Not not when they're playing a role in acting with other people. Well, I think either way it's the same thing. I did it in a story. There's a storytelling show where I read. Yeah, but that's different. That. That's a that's a but that's a one yeah. story. It's not like a not novel. a script. Yeah, right. the only time it's appropriate to hold a script uh, when you're acting on stage is, is if it does stage reading, right? Or if it is a situation where a person got sick like the night before and you're yeah. helping out by replacing them and you don't have I, to learn. I did do one show because the only way I could I could have the show ready at a certain time in terms of like the writing, it had to be written at like the very last minute. So I, I chose to have a, have a, a music stand on stage for one uh -huh. show. And then I liked how it worked out with that. It just kind of worked out. And people who saw the show said they, they liked that. I know that uh -huh. there's a funny story from, from friends that uh, Courtney Cox would forget her lines a lot. So she would write little note cards and leave them throughout the set. And there's like a fruit bowl in the middle of uh, Monica's table and she was doing a scene and Matt LeBlanc knew about her little trick so like hit her card as she's like trying to do the scene and can't find her lines anywhere. That's funny. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, you should learn your lines. Yeah. Oh. So, so then, um, where am I? Well, well, now the play's over. Uh, the guys talk to the kids I have here. Then there's Christmas Eve. Is that, is that when Sam had paid Jason and Jason was kind of weird about getting the check? 
Yes. That what happens? I have his family. Oh, no, they go through this whole thing where they, they said the family would turn off the lights and they would they would sing Silent Night. So they do that. But then that's when they come home. That's when they're, they're, his, his sister and the husband come home and cock-blocked again. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, the next day, Sam had, like, um, canceled his trip. Mm-hmm. And he was staying. Well, he, the sister named the baby after him. Her, the baby's name is Angelica Samantha. It's like, aww. Well, she wanted to give the child like a, a Christmas kind of Christmas kind of name, right? Right. Angelica. So yep. she could have named Angel. So she she, she could have named the kid Ernest after Ernest Saves Christmas. Mm-hmm. Or Medea. Medea had a Christmas movie. Mr. Magoo. Established earlier. That could be the name Ernest Medea Magoo. It's <laughs> my child. It's a great drag, like a drag name. Queen. Yeah, drag queen. Ernest Medea Magoo. <laughs> so, so Jason was being a little dickish for a second because Sam sends him a text and then Jason doesn't text back. Can I can I back up to Ernest for a second? Because I just remember I, something I, really I remember funny. Story, oh, ahead. maybe I've told it out here before. Yeah, you've told back, it. back when I was straight. Uh, I had a girlfriend, and we went to see that movie, and we like made out for the entire movie during, during Ernest Saves Christmas. Christmas. Yes, <laughs> Ernest Saves <laughs> Christmas. But he was he was a dick because you know what I like about Ernest? these shows now is they show the three dots. <laughs> yes, somebody's writing. Yeah, so he sent him a text, and then he saw the three dots, and then nothing. And then um, Jason. Oh, and so then Jason gave the check. He gave the check. He put the check in the stocking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He so he, gave, he. So he's being all butt hurt and acting all insulted and being a dick because that was their agreement, and Sam was just honoring their agreement. Can we he felt retire like the phrase "butt hurt"? Okay, he was hurt. Yeah, I, I only, especially in this context of where we're talking about this sort of monumental gay movie for Hallmark, and then we're using sort of a, a derogatory, or what's meant as a derogatory term. Okay, so he was he was hurt and being, he was hurt and being dickish about it. Yes. Because they had an agreement, Sam honored the agreement, mm-hmm. there was nothing wrong with that. But he felt he like a was, whore, like he was paid for his affections. But they didn't yeah. do anything. And he was. They, and, they see, in fact, he's mad because he wasn't butthurt. Right. I thought we right. were tired. But it's hurt. Not like, no, I'm saying I'm saying because he his. Oh, you're but, saying in a literal sense. Well, right? I, I'm saying in the literal sense, which is how it should be used. He wasn't butthurt. So, so he's figuratively see, butthurt. I would like to retire right. the literal butthurt as well. Because it wasn't, it wasn't like he left the dollars on the nightstand after having sex. He just gave him a check, which he was supposed to do. Yeah, he gave a little extra too. There's a little something extra. So then, so this is the part that I liked because then Sam was talking. So Sam was upset for good reason. I'd be upset too. Mm-hmm. And so, he, and so his sister was judgy towards Sam too, because he was like, I'm leaving. And the sister makes some remark, Oh, you're not going to be back for years or something. Cause you know, he didn't go and visit a lot. And 
So he basically was talking to his sister and explaining why he was the way he was. You know, and he basically talked about how he was brought up with, he was brought up dealing with homophobia and he was always taught, you know, you can't have a family. You can't get married. You can't, you know, live a life that you want. And so he just kind of stopped trying because of those messages that he got, which made perfect sense because I was the same way for years. And this, but meeting Jason kind of, and seeing, you know, meeting Jason and helping with the kids and leading that life made him feel different about everything. Uh, so meanwhile, Jason is, his brother is like, his divorced brother, the masturbator, is like <laughs> telling him off. I love, that. Because- I love that this narrative is stuck, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Because, because the, you know, Jason's Jason's bitching about how Sam gave him a check, and the brother's like, "Wait a minute, that was your agreement. He honored his agreement. Yeah. You need to get your shit together and like chill out. Yeah, because he's being a nice, he's being a good guy, and he was doing what he said he was going to do. You're, you can't judge him for that. You're being a dick about it, and speaking of dicks, I need to touch mine right now. Right, right. I'll be right back. <laughs> he doesn't even leave the room. He doesn't even leave the room. He's like, stand by. Hopefully some of me will rub off on you. He said. <laughs> I just, I have a firm grasp on how the world works. <laughs> so, so then, so Jason's like, oh my gosh, you're right. I'm going to go to the train station and tell him that I was a dick and tell him that I want to, I want to be with them. Meanwhile, Sam is like, Oh, I'm going to go over to Jason's house and tell him that I love him and that I want to be with him. And so they, so Sam goes over to the house and Jason runs out of the house. Cause he was going to run to the train station and they see each other and they, oh, oh, I like this part because the Jason's like, you want to have brunch with my family and then dinner with me? <laughs> Coffee, and then they, tea, or me. Then they kiss and then you find it like both families are watching and they start yelling. They start cheering. Yeah. But the yelling yeah, coming from Jason's brother was yelling for another reason. Yes. Yeah. Actually, he was excited that his whole, his whole family ran out of the house. He finally gets got some meat. He's like, I'm going to go lock that bathroom door. <laughs> Opportunity knocks. He's, no, he, doesn't need, he doesn't need privacy. He's doing this 24-7. He has mastered the science of doing it in motion. That's funny. <laughs> I'm just looking for my keys in my pocket. Leave me alone. He just He's like, I just went for a five-mile run, and I didn't stop. Poor guy. <laughs> but I like I liked I liked the ending though. I liked it with the families cheering. There's like a cat there's like a hundred people on the street <laughs> cheering. Yeah, well, half the thousands. It was like Ben Hur. The basically the, the neighborhood was pretty much that entire family. I I like that for two reasons. I I because A, we we end this Hallmark movie with the Hallmark kiss, but it's two guys. Right. Uh but also I think the just from a uh, uh, 
what's the word? Not uh, can't think of the word. Logistical. Uh, not logistical. From a, uh, a basically thematic. showing thematic standpoint of view. Uh, the the showing the entire town cheering on the same sex relationship, uh, it was a metaphor. It it was for the audience to see, like, hey, let's all just gather around the concept of love, right? And yeah, there, nice. you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. And I always love in these movies when the parents are like, like it's no big deal, yeah, because it's no, it is no big deal. Yeah. But I like that they show the parents like, oh, eh, whatever, it's a dude, so what. And that the parents are, like, rooting for them to get together. It just in general, I am yeah. glad that we are at a point with content featuring same-sex couples where the, the storyline doesn't solely have to be, uh, like, getting other people on board with the idea right. of these people being gay. It's like, they, they already know you're gay. They don't care. So that's not the story anymore. Right. And Because I love this one. The mom... Jason's mom was just obsessed with him having kids. And cause she was like, you're going to, cause she was talking to him about adoption too. And she was like, yeah, cause I can't wait to have more grandkids. And it was just matter of fact. Well, yeah. And if you look so, at, yeah. at your, your other son, you're like, okay, Jason's my only, like, you know, my only hope for like a sane child. Cause this one over here constantly touched himself. Yeah, he's right, got a daughter, but but is is that going to happen again? My best shot at more grandkids is through the gay one. Right. Aren't there other siblings though? Didn't was it was like one of we like seven kids? Maybe they, they probably stay away because they're creepy brother. Right, because there were a bunch of kids there. Because she was saying because the grandmother even said she That's had grandkids. a bunch of grandkids. Yeah. yeah, she needs more. Yeah, well, mom, moms are like that. The compulsive masturbator. Now he's got to get. He's got to get some help. Get some therapy. And there's no way to deal See, with a divorce. Don't shame him, Kurt. You don't like just because you don't go around touching yourself that I know of. Does it mean that this like maybe this guy is is happy with his life, and maybe he's doing it in a way that's not hurting others? Well, he right. had a puss. <laughs> he had a puss on. <laughs> <laughs> so I doubt that. <laughs> oh man, how many how many how many times do you have that opportunity to say he had a puss on? <laughs> what a joy! This is my Christmas present. <laughs> my God, that was that was wonderful. Anyway, <laughs> that's not anyway, possible. This is, this is our last uh, podcast until after Christmas. We got some Christmas movies in. Cause yeah. Chris, oh no, no, no! This isn't our last podcast of the year, but just Christmas is in like a couple of days. Always yeah. do more after. We haven't actually. Oh, no, we didn't watch totally any good. holiday movies from Lifetime this year. No, we and, I and Meredith has a movie on Peacock. She's in a movie on Peacock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking That's that good. too. I was thinking, and I think part. I think what threw us off is we did the Netflix one, and I think that kind of threw us off. But no, I definitely want to watch more. No, I'm not. No, I'm not done yet. I'm just done until Christmas, which is in what three days? Yeah, as a recording, just <laughs> like four days away. Yeah. Is Meredith is Meredith branching out? Then she's in a Peacock movie. She's done more than just Lifetime. Yeah, she's in Lifetime movies. She's been in Hallmark movies in the past. Yeah, she's oh. in Hallmark movies. Okay. 
Yeah, I think I think that Lifetime is just like her, you know, main like Yeah, she's done enough movies with them where she, you know, she probably doesn't even really have to audition anymore. She they just right. they call her and they know that she's going to be reliable. Yeah, I think yeah, Lifetime I think basically with that, she basically I think she just worked her way up the ranks. And so she's one of their go-to people. Let's just say for audience we're talking about actress Meredith Thomas. Yes, is a Right. And I think especially with Vivica A. Fox at this point, you know, I think, yeah, Vivica A. Fox is just like, oh, hey, Meredith, (laughs) you want want to do, there's a role for you if you want it. I'm sure it's like that, pretty much. Um, So, yeah, actually, well, I guess the next time we'll be doing a podcast, I'll be calling you from France. (laughs) Exciting. We we we. What less um, uh, can people go on social media and follow your exploits? They sure can. You can either find me on Facebook uh, at Les Kirkendall Barrett. You can find me on Insta at Kirkendall, or you could go to my website, which is leskirkendallbarrett.com. Jason. Please rate and review us on whatever podcasting 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 platform you listen to us on. <laughs> Give us five stars; it helps more people find the show. You can find all of us on Instagram and Facebook at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason Kurt. Well, I'm at KurtFitzpatrick.com, and I'll be doing some things. I'll be doing the Rogue Festival in Fresno with my show, The Jester of All Maladies, in early March. And I'll be doing some more movie podcasts in the new year. That's lined up. That's about it for now. And speaking of shows, in January, January uh, 11th through the 15th, I'm going to be doing my show, The Real Black Swan, Confessions of America's First Black Drag drag Queen, at the Orlando Fringe Mini Fest. And if you want more information for that, you can go to orlandofringe.org. And happy holidays, gentlemen. Happy holidays. And everyone else. Happy holidays. Have fun. Be safe. Get into trouble. And yeah, I'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.